Welcome to the Savannah Irish Festival podcast. Being Irish in Savannah is more than just luck. It's woven into the fabric of this magical city. It's more than just a celebration. It's culture and community. Now sit back, enjoy the crack, and be sure to follow along all season at savannahirishfest.com. All right. So we just wrapped up the 2024 Savannah Irish Festival. It was a very successful weekend. Friday night, we had the Brave Collide and Sire uh, join us for a fantastic concert. And I think on Saturday, the whole Irish Festival can be summed up like this. I think when people think of an Irish Festival, they think of the same humdrum thing time after time. But I would like to say this was not your grandfather's Irish festival. So we started with um, St. Vincent's Academy, you know, singing the national anthem, both of the United States and of Ireland. We had introduced our MC, which is Damien Shields, um, who is a business uh, gentleman I know who's from Dublin, Ireland. He works for a local company here in Savannah called Veterans Carriers. From there, we just kind of got into it. We we had uh, the likes of Tom O'Carroll from Dublin, Ireland, who played traditional Irish music. And we had Fran Doyle, who also is from Dublin, Ireland, and he played traditional Irish music. Then we had the Chloe Agnew Band. And for those of you who don't know, Chloe Agnew was one of the original members of the uh, Celtic Women. And she and her band joined us, and she played not only traditional Irish music, but more upbeat Irish music that she's known for. Then we rocked the stage a couple of times with Sire. And if you don't know who Sire is, you need to Google them. They've got a few festivals coming up over the next few weeks. They are an Irish Celtic rock band, and they are head banging. And at the end of the night, everybody was just out there like, banging their heads and, and and just singing along and jumping up and down. And it was fantastic. Outside, we had some cultural events happening. We had an opportunity, opportunity to have Georgia Southern University's Megan Dower talking about um, Savannah and its Irish connection. We had the Irish Wolfhounds, and they talk, talked about that breed. Uh, we also had uh, a lot of vendors, Satchel, who is a local business here in Savannah, uh, Jerky Joe's, another local business here in Savannah. We tried very much to keep it local. And, you know, of course, we had the Irish Legacy Dancers, which was and always is a hit. Um, what else did we have? Goodness gracious. Uh, we had a songwriter sessions where they talked about the process of making music. Um, all of our vendors really had a successful time. And for a day and a half, we had 2,000 people come through. Wow. So thank you, Savannah, for the support. Thank you for our concierges that sent our visitors this way. So if you're a visitor that came this weekend, thank you so much. And believe it or not, Dee, we are already planning 2025 at Victory North. I know you so, are. And you started planning that like the day after. See, see, like actually it was that night, you know, we, um, I, I got on stage and I thanked everybody and uh, our sponsors. We had a new sponsor come on Wexford pub. that's going to be opening up this June. We're very excited. And we got on stage and I allowed you, you to get on stage to talk about your podcast. Thank you very much for doing that. And, you know, it was just, it was a good time. People really enjoyed it. And, at the end of it, 
I looked back at Andrea, who runs uh, Victory North, and I said, hey, put it on the calendar for next year. And she literally got her phone out, and she was like, what day? <laughs> so we're already planning that. We're already looking for sponsors. We're already, you know, getting people excited about uh, next year. We're in full green season here in Savannah. We kicked it off. We've got an oyster roast with the Emerald Society coming up. We've got the Daughters of Ireland with their event coming up for the uh, election. But usually what happens is, is the wives go to the luncheon for the wives of the general election for the parade committee when they choose the grand marshal. So while we wait, they're good doing the election. So we've got that coming up. There's a whole list of things coming up. We've got Irish road bowling coming up in the next few weeks. So it's, it's going to be a busy season. And um, I was looking at an email from the parade committee. So bear with me just one second. The parade committee asked me if I would mind sharing some information. So I'm going to take this opportunity to do so. It says the bicent a bicentennial celebration doesn't come along every often. Come and be a part of it this year. So the St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee, uh, they've got a few things happening. They're going to be unveiling a, histor a historical marker in reenactment of the original 1824 parade on Saturday, February the 24th, uh, 1 p.m. at Liberty Square is where they're going to start. And let's see here. They're going to be turning the city green. And there is a list of events happening. Um, City Hall, for example, for South Park, uh, the Convention Center, Plant Riverside, the Cathedral, Planners Inn, Jet, the Jetson Center, Levy Jewelers, the Hyatt on River Street, and the airport in SCAD has all committed to turn green this year. And you can see more updates at the www.200thparade.com website. We had a great uh you know, weekend, it was a labor of love for sure. And we cannot thank the support of our uh, sponsors, uh, especially Guinness, who definitely did not allow us to run out of Guinness uh, at the, the festival this year. So, Dee, you were there. What did you think? Oh, it was amazing. Um, it, it was fantastic. I mean, probably the standout moments for me, definitely the Irish Wolfhound uh, mm -hmm. kissing booth. I mean, I had, I spent a lot of time there. Uh, I got a lot of kisses, so that was great. Um, and I know that, you know, so many of the vendors were excited to not only educate the community, but also, you know, to, to raise money for different organizations. And, and, and really it was such a, you know, a, a huge community event where people were so excited just to be a part of what was happening, you know, and yes, I, I am, maybe like a teeny bit Irish. Megan's very Irish. And so <laughs> I was very excited that we were able to come and celebrate in such a way. Um, you know, Chloe Agnew, who we're going to talk to in just a few minutes, because you had a chance to sit down and talk uh, with her. And then also Sire. I mean, they were just off the chain. Um, and, you know, just the the vibe. I mean, it was a all day event and everybody wanted to stay as long as they could. They did. They did. We had um, plenty of space. You know, I walked 7.2 miles in that no. all day, all day. So it, it was very busy. We enjoyed it. You know, WTOC uh, came out, WSAV came out. Uh, Chloe was gracious enough to do an interview with both of those. Um, you know, it, it, it was, it was a very fun weekend and, you know, you get very 
um, frustrated because we're a dysfunctional family, the Irish Festival Committee is, and you fuss and you fight within the day of everything magically comes together. I guess yeah. the luck of the Irish not to be corny, um, <laughs> but everything just kind of comes together. And what I loved most about this year was how inclusive it was. It wasn't just the Irish community. There were people there from all backgrounds of life. Uh, so it really was a community event. And it was very nice to see uh, people that are not necessarily Irish, um, but were curious to be educated on the background and its impact uh, of the city. So Absolutely. very grateful for everyone that came out again, whether you're local from you know the Savannah area or you were just visiting. You know, Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening and definitely popping down to visit us. So, but like you said, we had a chance to sit down with Chloe and Sire and I hope you guys take a listen and hear what they have to say. Uh, they've got some events coming up. You can check out their website, buy their music, go watch them play again. And we hope to have them back in years to come. We are currently at the Spade Irish Festival, and when this comes out, this will all be over and said and done. But in the meantime, we've got the beautiful and talented Chloe Agnew with us, who just performed with her band last night, The Brave Clyde, and we're going to pull Brian on in a minute. Wow. Well, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us about Chloe. Oh my goodness, where do we start? <laughs> well, we don't have to go from the beginning, but let's go. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I am from Dublin, Ireland. I have been raised in a very musical family. Both my parents are in the entertainment industry at home in Ireland. So um, I always make a joke that my grandfather had a great saying. He said, if you hang around wet paint long enough, some of it's bound to rub off. Mm. And I reckon that's what happened to me just starting very young in the industry. I recorded my first single at 11, an album at 12, another one just before I turned 14. And then it was later that year that a creative team came up with the concept for the Irish music show Celtic Woman. So that took me on the road um, when I was about 14, 15. Wow. And then the rest is history. PB PBS, you know, gave us a platform to showcase what we do and, and particularly American audiences, but audiences all over the world really embraced us and, and, and gave the show a, a whole life here. And um, so for, I toured with that for about 10 years. Then I moved off and did my own thing. I was based out of Los Angeles for a while. And um, now in recent years, I've been spending more of my time over in the Nashville, Georgia area, working between home and Ireland. But um, this area in particular, Atlanta, Savannah, mm. the whole South here has been really so good to me, so kind to me that, that this particular part of the country, the welcome you get is just like nowhere else. It really is. And, and the appreciation for the Irish here and Irish music. Um, so when the opportunity came up to, to do this, I jumped at it. I was like, thank you so much for inviting us along to be part of such a fabulous weekend and with great Irish talents. And I can't believe the energy in this building here. Firstly, Victory North is such a beautiful place, but um, it's hard for me to believe that you evolve from starting out so young in the, in the business to be able to be part of a weekend like this with my own band, with my acoustic folk duo, The Brave Collide as well. Um, it's a real treat for us. And we're just so thankful to, to all of you for welcoming us along to a fabulous weekend. We're having a ball. I'm kind of sad. I don't want it to end. <laughs> it's been so good to be surrounded by fellow musicians and people who are just here to have a good time. Savannah knows how to do it right, man. We do, we do. <laughs> so you, you've been to Savannah before. This is yes. not your first rodeo. Yes, no, it's not. And you know what's so funny? We were out in the courtyard today when myself and Brian were doing the singer-songwriters mm -hmm. in the round. And this lovely couple came up to me and they said, um, you know, 
I don't know if you remember us, but she said it was your first time in Savannah. You were only very young. I think it was like 2008. And they said, we ended up on a ghost tour with you. <laughs> That's awesome. I was, and they were like, we followed your music ever since. And I do remember that Celtic woman, we yeah. were only kind of really starting out and starting to play bigger theaters then at that stage. And it was our first time to Savannah. And everyone said, you have to do the ghost tour. I've probably done one every time since I've been back. Because I just <laughs> love it. It's so fun. And you always get somebody different every time you do it. Yeah. So yes, it's a city that holds a very dear place in my heart. And awesome. uh, so many wonderful memories here I, you don't have to ask me twice I'd move here in a heartbeat oh I mean you know you, are you single because we can probably make that happen I'm just kidding I'm totally joking find me a Georgia man yeah find you a Georgia man yeah that's what they do you know like Savannah we've got a huge Irish population here and like even our MC, like he loved it because he knows he knows who your mother yeah. is. You know, he lives like ten minutes down the road from oh, where I was raised. Seriously, yeah, that's so yeah. funny. We live in the same area. Yeah, I mean, that's so Ireland, funny. It's as small as it gets. It, it really is, and ironically, I live one minute and forty-seven seconds from Damien. No way! <laughs> my so, goodness. Uh, 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 yeah, he and my friend Derek, they grew up on different parts. Derek's a North Sider, and you know, yes, yeah. Damien's a South Sider. Yeah, but um, it's a very small, very small world. Really Ireland is. is. I mean, yeah. it's like. There is literally the three degrees of someone Completely. in Ireland. Yes. So, as particularly in music as well. Yeah, yeah it's fabulous. Yeah, but it, it's a lot of fun. Well, let's get your uh, your your partner, Brian, on here. Let's talk about the Brave Collide. Relatively new duo. Um, both Brian and I have been great friends for a long time, um, many years. He actually worked on Celtic Woman just after I had left it. So we knew of each sure. other um, and then connected actually at a friend's wedding and said, well, we should do some music together. And we kind of started out by doing a, he had invited me down to his studio in Ireland mm. to do a couple of covers. And then lo and behold, he produced a track for me. I want to say just before 2020. So we've been working together in the studio. And then he, ironically enough, was in my bubble. You know, when we yeah. were only allowed go, well, in Ireland, sure. we were only allowed to travel within so many kilometers of each other. And um, my dad lives in the same part of, of Ireland as, as Brian. So I was spending quite a lot of time there and we were able to, to just, we actually needed to just be creative and do something with our, our brains and our, mm -hmm. our, our creativity. You know, it was somewhere to channel it in a strange time when there was no live music happening. And um, we we connected and we we started kind of writing some music together and then there was one song in particular that um we wrote and we released it put it out there into the world and um it did really well it went straight to the top of the charts at home in Ireland and um that kind of gave us a encouragement to do sure. something together people were like i really like the way your voices are working together and we've been inspired by a couple of great duos um, so that's when we kind of said well you know what this could be a whole new musical yeah. chapter and something fun and different for us to explore especially as songwriters getting to write our own music come on over here i'm singing your praises um <laughs> this is brian mcgrain everybody let me take this off so we can share a bit of this together so we released somebody just like you and that was kind of the one that started it all for us. So we've been writing music ever since. We're in the middle of doing our debut album at the moment. But um, it's just great for us to have an opportunity to get out and to show people this new musical chapter in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, really, really exciting. Just there last night having our brand new songs. And, you know, it's I'd love to be playing again another bunch of shows today and the rest of the week. But um, we'll be back. We will, and, of course. Uh, I think... The more time we spend here, I think the more kind of time you realize we could actually live here. I mean, you, you said, <laughs> yeah. it. said it. <laughs> I've only recently moved to Nashville and uh, it's a great city. Lots of good music. But every time I come to Savannah, I'm thinking, 
Oh, no. <laughs> give, me, give me another year in Nashville, and I might make an appearance here. I think you should. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Next year. <laughs> yeah, you know, Savannah has a way of getting in people's blood. I, I'm not from here. I'm from North Carolina, which is about four and a half hours from here. Um, and I moved here in, well, the first time in 2000, and then I left in 2004, moved back in 2009. And like, there's something about Savannah, like, that it's just, like you said, it's welcoming, you know. And I was a history major in college, so I love the history about it. And, um, you know, the ghost tours, yes. you know, the ghost tours and all the tours, you know, I work for the chamber slash visit Savannah. That's my day job. And I, I could sing his praises all day, every day. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you'll end up, you'll end up here. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done the ghost tour yet either, so that's, uh, that's another. I'm excuse. thinking about dragging him on one tonight. So uh, we finish up here. Early let now. me make a call if you want to go. <laughs> let me make that. a call. Yeah. There's a, there a cute little house in one of the corners of. Uh, obviously, there's all those little beautiful greens all around the place, but there's a little cute house with all the little lights on it. It's the old pink house. Do you know that one? Yes, yeah. y'all. I eat there about once a month. It's so <laughs> good. Yes, please listen. Yeah. Next time you come here, I'm gonna have to make reservations because they take three months out. Oh, wow. yeah, okay. yeah, 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 it's well, delicious. When's the next gig? <laughs> <laughs> we will, we'll work on that because we, yeah. we love having you guys and we definitely want you back next year. Um, nice. Everyone has loved it, and like I, I had the opportunity to see you guys in May. Um, I met Brian uh, right out a year ago for another gig, yeah. and he he said last night he was glad he met me, and well, why yeah. wouldn't you be? Genuinely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel like almost a year ago since that you know but, know. Uh, time time flies and we're constantly making new progress and hitting new ground yeah. and yeah glad yeah. to have met you that night it also takes people you know you, you meet so many people you can tell them what you do you invite them to come along and see you and it really takes a good soul to actually do yeah. come along yeah, and, and stand by their word and come and see you and then like that for a relatively new act for you to, to mm. you know, take a leap of faith and mm. having us here in the festival. Yeah. We're so thankful to you. We no, really listen, you guys were amazing. Like, absolutely amazing last year when I saw you in May at, at, at Tybee Post Theatre. And we fell in love with your music. And like I was saying, like Derek's sister was like, oh, she looks like Twink. And I'm like, who's Twink? She's, oh, you have to be from Ireland. I, forgive my, my fake Irish accent. It's terrible. And anyway, during the, the she's like, oh, yes, yes. So she's like, oh, that is Twink's daughter. And I'm like, who is Twink? <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell everybody who Twink is? Just uh, get she's that out of the way. a doyen of the entertainment industry <laughs> in Ireland, very much like myself. She started out at a very young age performing and um, went on to, to make a great name for herself in singing, dancing, acting, comedian. She's as I always say, she's diseased with talent. She yeah. can do so many things. Um, but she she was a pioneer of, of, of women in the industry. That's in awesome. Ireland, one of the first comedians of her time on TV, entertaining the nation. And um, so, she, yeah, she's a kind of a household name. And following yeah. in those footsteps are big shoes to fill. But I'm very proud. It's funny now, anytime I'm over here and a lot of the expats over here who might have left Ireland mm -hmm. come up and say, I don't know if you've ever heard of a woman called Twink, but you look like her. <laughs> You're like, um, I do. Don't know her. No, never, <laughs> heard never, never heard of her. Never heard of her. Yeah. But you know, after that, um, after that, you know, Derek was like, oh, you've got to get in for the festival. So um, I, I introduced your music to the committee and it was immediate. Yes. All oh, around. Hands down. Immediate. Yes. Immediate. Yes. So I got in touch with your, your manager and here we are. Um, gosh, eight months, year, eight months yeah. later. So, in, like, you guys are just genuinely nice people, and you're you're beautiful inside and out. You're very talented. We're very blessed to have you here. So, thank you, Charles. Of course, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, genuinely, yeah.
Damien. Damien. Derek? One of the Ds. No, he was uh, MCing. <laughs> M- that's Damien. Damien, yeah. yes. I was talking to Damien earlier on, and he's going to be in Nashville in a couple of weeks' time. So Great. we're going to link up. And that's uh, awesome. He's going to try and show him around some of the Nashville scene and the music up there. Awesome. And, uh, he's going to grab a guitar and have you sing Bag of Tales. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Dublin? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, I'm marking my words. What time is it? 446. <laughs> I guarantee you, at the end of it, he's going to say, somebody uh, get the guitar out, and he's right. going to start singing. I swear to you, mark my words. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, thank you guys for being here, and thank, thank you, you for coming on the podcast. We want to definitely invite you back, and for our Irish Hispanic community, you know these people are amazing. Please check out their um, their their music, thebraveclyde dot uh, com, yes. and uh-huh. we'll see you very soon. Awesome! Thank you so much. Awesome! Thank you. We had a chance to sit down with Sire. They like traditional like sure. Irish drinking songs, that kind of fun stuff. And we grew up in a very, you know, household that was full of traditional music all the time. Um, but I, I once, I was watching Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. where the hobbits were dancing on the table. And I was like, oh man, that looks fun. I'm going to try and do that. I see the resemblance. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I look more like Gimli. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I'm going to go with that. But uh, yeah, and I was just like, that looks really fun. Let's just do that at our local pub. So yeah. we started playing traditional drinking songs and encouraging people to dance on tables. Um, and then from there, it kind of evolved. We took a couple, like a year or two off. And then I came back and I, and I said, I really love this stuff. It has my heart. This is what I've grown up with. But I want to try and approach it in a different way. And I want to write my own songs and, and, and sing about our own themes. You know? So awesome. that's kind of how it started. Awesome. And how did you get involved? Did your brother make you do it or? Oh, yeah. Well, originally <laughs> it was like, you know, I was like, well, I can make some money at this. Sure. You know, I'm singing all the time anyways with my own kind of things going on. Uh, so, yeah, it was started out. I was just going to make a little bit of money. And then, yeah, as it got more serious and he started to write, you know, more original music. And uh, we had different friends in the band and things like that. Um, it just kind of grew. Um, so, you know, to where we are now this version of the band we probably had for about four years four, four years, or five yeah. years, four years um yeah awesome well i know you guys were here in 2019 which was the last yeah. normal year we had before yes. the whole world shut down and Ooh. i remember seeing you guys i was actually not on the committee at that time but i remember seeing you and i'm like that's not traditional but that's awesome <laughs> and then of course the world shut down and this is your first yeah. time back at the Savannah festival since then last year was our first year back and you know, last year we, we were trying to like figure out what worked in this new world we we have. Yeah. And I think this year we finally got it right. So, you know, you guys are amazing. So tell us Thank more you. about like, um, how did you get into like writing songs? Like, I mean, like, I know the Gremlet thing, whatever, <laughs> but like, what's your inspiration besides Lord of the Rings? <laughs> so uh, my mom is, is she's uh, like a Celtic gospel. Stuff. Okay, like, she awesome. Has her own, sure. Um, type yeah, of stuff. So we've always that. kind of, grown up in and out of like getting dragged along to studios mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just kind of experiencing the whole process. And so I think it just kind of felt normal, I guess for us, I was like, well, let's just write some songs and she mm-hmm. writes her own songs and they're brilliant. And I'm, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I sat down one day and I was like, I just want to write something. I don't know. So it felt, it felt kind of like a natural sure. step. Sure. So. Yeah. Awesome. We've been around it our whole lives and the themes 
in there that Kyle writes about, you know, just overcoming things, um, burying, you know, uh, not burying, um, carrying like our own burdens mm-hmm. and the strength that you need to get through those kind of things. Um, and sometimes you just need something heavy and epic to like get your feelings out and to, you know, be able to process some of that stuff. It kind of started as like a catharsis. I was sure. like, I, I really loved it. But I, I mean, I grew up in the metal scene a little bit sure. too. And then I, you don't say, after, yeah, I'm I just kidding. All my head banging. <laughs> yeah. um, but after that, I kind of got burned out doing that. Sure. So I, I kind of returned to the roots. Like I said, we grew up, I mean, with traditional music, Celtic, mm. you know, in our house. So I kind of returned to the roots and, but I wanted to bring that kind of like catharsis to it. Cause I felt mm. like culturally there's, there's many different ways to express, you know, that energy, that feeling mm-hmm. where you just mm-hmm. want to get it out. And so, you know, I just, I wanted to make it yeah. cathartic for everybody. Well, you've done a great job. And then <laughs> Laurel, you were up just head banging last night. <laughs> like you were into the yeah. music. So tell us, give, we know about your brother. So let's tell, tell us about you. Oh, um, I'm a musician. I play a lot locally um, in Columbia. I play with uh, two different original bands. Uh, Paisley and the Birdwalkers is one of them, which we've actually just recently changed our name to the Birdwalkers. Okay. Because uh, we all write original music. It's an all-female band. Um, awesome. And so we're doing that. I'm doing another band called Ben Campbell and the Silver Dollars, which Ooh. is like kind of a roots country, sure. more traditional country um, influenced band, uh, both originals. Uh, and then on my own, I write my own music. It's really different than what we play. Mine is really just kind of like, processing my own things it's like journaling it's, really it's, really awesome. it's like journaling if you will i had i put a song of my own out on spotify recently that i recorded wrote did the, like took the photo for and all that um which you can find on spotify but uh it's called aftermath okay yeah so awesome. that's kind of my own little uh you know project there it comes and goes but yeah that's what i do that's awesome mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming again this yeah, year. Thank you for like us. we have heard so many good things about the energy you bring to the stage. Um, it, it, if you, when you come back next year, I'm going to need you to wear the kilt. Cause we talked oh, about that. Yeah. Like he's wearing these jeans that are tight. And <laughs> he's complaining about how tight they are. They are so tight. He's and his, his hat. They're and I'm so just tight. like, just wear the kilt. So we actually, the, the kilt that I wear is actually like, uh, my grandfather's grandfather's like kilt. We wear the this. kilt. So yeah. we, we usually wear them like the Highland games and the festivals. And sure. Like that. So, sure. And it's, and, and cause our heritage is more Scottish. Sure. Than, That's okay. Know, some of the band members. It's the Celtic cousins. Irish heritage, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get this podcast out. Y'all do a lot of festivals. You've got Asheville, North Carolina next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what do you, we're doing Northeast Florida the week okay. after that. Yep. Um, we'll be in St. Augustine again for like the third or fourth year. Yep. Love it over there. Okay. Um, what is your website? It is uh, siremusic.com. And mm-hmm. just spell that just in case. S-Y-R music.com. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Well, thank you guys for being here. They are thank from Columbia, me. South Carolina. So if anybody out there is looking to get a local-ish band that wants some like, you know, headbanging Celtic rock, mm-hmm. please consider calling Sire. They're two and a half hours away. They do a great show. And thank you guys for being on, on the program. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Savannah Irish Festival podcast. Do us a favor and share this episode with a friend. Message us on Instagram at Savannah underscore Irish underscore festival. 
Big thanks to Victory North, a fusion of history and modern elegance designed within the walls of a century-old ice factory. Victory North stands as a testament to the timeless beauty of Savannah. From sold-out concerts to intimate gatherings and grand celebrations, Victory North offers the perfect canvas for unforgettable occasions. The venue serves as a blank canvas, inviting clients to transform it into their dream space. So step into history and dream up your future. Find more details at VictoryNorthSavannah.com. That's VictoryNorthSavannah.com. And of course, the 2024 St. Patrick's Day Parade, Saturday, March 16th. The Savannah Irish Festival is made up of multiple Irish societies and organizations in the Savannah area. For a full list, go to SavannahIrishFest.com. That's SavannahIrishFest.com. And like Dory says, here in Savannah, St. Patrick's isn't just a day. It's a whole season.